Hello. How's it going? Oh, I got Annika in the middle. Let me fix that real quick. Drag her over. Brittany, was that an air purifier I saw? Over here? Yeah, the white thing on the floor. That is my AC because living in New York is basically like in the whole area in general, surrounding areas too. It's like living in a third world country. You know, you I, I lived there. Things. I lived there. Yeah, where you had you sit on the toilet and there's a kitchen sink overhanging into your lap. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in a tiny little postage stamp apartment there. So, how have you been? I'm good. Yeah. 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 How are you guys? Might, might have some questions to ask. I've been doing good. The COVID stuff's kind of driving me nuts. It's it's hard to keep track of days. I have to just put a notification on my phone for Tuesdays. So. Oh, it's really the only thing I have to do every week is sex force. I'm so. already accustomed to that lifestyle, the yeah, yeah. pseudo neat lifestyle, not knowing what day it is. So, but honestly, I'm feeling it too. Like I started getting really irritable today and antsy. Like I never work out and I just started doing like squats and leg lifts and like running around la small laps around my house with my cats. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, LP, what do you, yeah, have? Hey. What do you have for us this week? All right, I got the normal lineup of stuff to go through. The first item on the menu, though, uh, near and dear to the show, uh, a friend of the show, a former guest, Dick Masterson, has been accused of behavior. I'm checking my notes here. It says behavior unbecoming someone who isn't a beta simp. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, there's been Is a lot of- Is it involved PPP? It um, does and it doesn't. So okay, I think I think PP, yeah, PPP has been quick stirring question. the pot as he is okay. known to um, be. Every time I Google PPP or try to research it, all I get is payment protection at, or payroll protection program, which is the COVID-19 work, uh, I guess, assistance program. Um, so I have no idea who PPP is. Can you please catch me up? So PPP <laughs> is the People's Populist Press. That's what okay. said. that's his okay. name. And uh, he's just a troll, basically. Okay. But what happened with Dick is somebody leaked DMs of him talking to a, a woman. I'm not super, like, I haven't been following this super closely. I just wanted to quickly go over it. Basically, uh, some woman who was a single mom, and what people are saying is that he was essentially simping or, or just came across, like, really thirsty I guess in the DMs, I, I'm getting I'm getting the impression from the looks on your guys's faces that you haven't no. been following well, this he, either he super DM, closely. He and I DM regularly. Just ba I mean, we really just talk about the types of shit that happen on Twitter, but it's just in you know private message. And he, he's never given me the impression that he's a simp or that he's even flirtatious. He's never flirted with me, so maybe I'm just not cute, but. No, I'm I'm intrigued by the story, but I but it, it seems out of character for him based on the years that I've known him. But anyway, you you finish. Well, I, you know, to be honest, I didn't grab the DMs or anything because I didn't really okay. want to spend a lot. I thought maybe yeah. you guys would have seen this happening and just have like a two cents on uh, it. But we we can just move on to the. I next thought thing. he was being. I saw he. Sorry, not to cut you off, but I saw he was being accused of some stuff kind of similar to what you're saying, but. I'm really of kind of the school of thought that all of us get shit talked about us that's not true. And so when I see a popular YouTuber or a personality of some sort um, 
that has these kinds of allegations lodged against them, the first thing I think is that this is just more bullshit. And I've done that and it's unfortunate that I have actually looked over some really bad allegations in the past. Um, we'll discuss later. Someone, uh, someone then, in the chat is saying something about him having an open relationship. Again, I can't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the thing is, uh, I true or not, so I can't really speak to it. But we've and got, I, considering, like, I don't rely on the guy for anything in my life. I mean, if he was my husband or my boss or my neighbor or I don't know, he's just a guy on the internet to most people. I don't see why they care. It is kind of funny how they how they make us out to be real celebrities, though. Well, it's like with anything, right? It's the same as like with the iDub stuff or anything. If yeah. if somebody people are going to judge you on your behavior, right? Yeah. I mean, to in a these guys are almost role models to to some people, right? The the bigger you get, the more uh, scrutiny you're going to be under. Ultimately, yeah. I guess so. Um, my two cents on it is that. And I was thinking this and my wife confirmed it too. I was thinking like, well, you wouldn't really find anything like that in my DMs. Then my, my wife said like, why don't you, uh, why did you never flirt with me before we got married? And I was like, can't flirt in the DMs. You know, I, I, I said, I did it on the phone with you, but not in the DMs because that stuff's going to get leaked someday and it's yeah. going to look bad. I'm, I'm cautious only because I know that a lot of guys will take things, they'll take things completely out of context and you can't joke. Brittany, I'm sure you get this all the time, but if you, it, well, Brittany, that's kind of one of the things I wanted to address with you being on the show is that I think you're hilarious and I think that you, you shitpost a lot and I think that you say a lot of things that are meant to be funny and um, uh, especially the stuff that you talk about, like with the, the e-girls. And I don't think a lot of people get that you're kind of joking a lot of the times, like you're trying to be, I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But a lot of the things that I see you say, I think they're hilarious. Yeah. And I think people take you too seriously. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have had to deal with that a lot. Um, sometimes I'm serious about things. Sometimes I, I, I feel like to me, it's pretty apparent when I'm joking, if I say something totally like out there, like today I made a TikTok saying, uh, why is everybody correcting me on saying ATM machine? The M is for man. And like some people will be in on the joke, like, oh, she's just shit posting to be a, a misandrist to kind of like yeah. make satire of the men who are being misogynistic. It's just like a counter to like go to the kitchen. It's like all men are walking ATM machines. Yeah. So like I'll shit post like that and joke like that. But some people will be in on the joke, find it funny. And then there's people who aren't in on the joke. Given the last, I mean, I met you on the Roosh debate. Like, I didn't really know who you were prior to that. But just the little bits that I've seen of you since, you really don't strike me as being that dumb. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of the, the guys out there don't, don't realize that a lot of girls kind of fuck with them. And I think, I mean, just my opinion is that you do a pretty good job of, of uh The Roosh thing was actually a good example. I remember... Uh, I had told, I had told my ex to bring in cookies that were clearly pre-made. They like, were, they were very obvious. Yeah, they were the Toll Health, the stripes. Yeah, and, and he, I, yeah, and I said I they were homemade, and he actually was thinking I'm serious when I said that. It totally went over his head. Yeah, I got what you were doing, and um, even after that, I got, oh my God, I don't know if you remember this. I was getting a lot of DMs at the time from the hosts of the show, from Worski and uh, JF, 
um, telling us to kind of play it up, like kind of get, you know, high energy because they didn't want us to just go on and be boring. So we were doing this high energy thing. And I still, to this day, it's been more than two years. I still get people that will message me or email me or reach out to me in some way and tell me that I was very mean to Roosh. And they think that me and Roosh have this beef that is non-existent. Like I would only, say if anything, he was more mean to you, but I don't, I don't know. It was a while yeah, back. Totally. So maybe I'm not remembering I, correctly. I just saw All I can say is that was the, that was the best episode of Worski live as far as I'm concerned. And my favorite part was when Roosh said, he said something like, I would never waste my time arguing with a woman or something. Cause you can't change yeah. their mind, which I just thought was really funny. Cause that's, there, there's some truth to that. But he did. He does argue with women all the time. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, that's a thing that a... happens with manlets. And it was really funny at the end where he revealed <laughs> he was a manlet. I was like, every time. Well, wait, wait, what what are you saying? Are, are you saying manlets? Are... It's a, like manlet mindset. It's like, no, not every single manlet, as all generalizations work, there's exceptions. But it's a mindset that manlets have that they feel insecure in themselves. So they feel the need to compete with women. And as a result, they end up being very inflammatory towards women basically yeah. and will come across as like assholes basically to women because they're competing with them because they can't compete with actual regular sized men because they're fun size how tall is roosh I well i think i made <laughs> i outed him by uh, i looked up Somebody, somebody six was, two in the chat. No, somebody. That's was, not a man. Mm, I don't know about that because I had people. DM it was me. mentioned at the end. It was so long yeah. ago that I don't remember. Had, but I do remember it was being admitted. Because um, I'm five eleven and he's and he's shorter than me. I I was under the impression I was he was six two, but I don't know. I don't know. Six two is not a man. Okay. No, but so in any case, manlet mindset, that's what I'm saying. Like when you feel the need to compete with women because you're insecure and can't compete with other men. Yeah. The thing is, like, he's never said anything hateful to me. He's never like DM'd me anything rude or anything. And like, I don't consider him an enemy. There's actually a lot of the points that he makes I actually agree with. Surprisingly, I think he, if he actually knew anything about me, he'd probably think that we have a lot in common with our views. Um, the anti-feminism stuff. Well, he's kind of radically changed since the. That's that's like, actually you know I mean? why he's, I'd he's like to bring him on the, the pickup artist. Yeah, I know. I've yeah. I've DM'd him once and I didn't get a reply, but we'll yeah. we'll try again. I'd love it's to bring him on because he's actually moved more towards my. So, Brittany, I don't you don't know a whole lot about my views on all this, but I'm in some ways I'm very liberal and in other ways I'm very conservative. So I piss off both sides. Like when it comes to the LGBT, I don't care who someone wants to sleep with as long as it's two consenting adults behind closed doors. I really don't give a shit. Not a fan of the whole, the the current situation with the maps and all of that, the minor attracted people. I think those are criminals, uh, the, the ones that act on it. Um, and I don't like that they're trying to add um, that into the LGBT community. <laughs> Fuck pedophiles, oh, well, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, you can say, you can say. Fuck that all one. pedophiles. Um, so Unless you're a kid, don't fuck them. Yeah, but the the problem that I have is that a lot of these people on the far right they can't distinguish between the between the two, and they will use an example of a gay person who had sex with a child as that's what all gay people do. And then uh, just like different views I have, some are would be considered very conservative, like my views on guns. I'm very, I think all women should learn how to operate a firearm um, and should carry one <laughs> to protect themselves. <clears throat> but 
my views on, like I have different views depending on whether it's abortion, uh, sex. I think that people should wait very long to have sex. I don't think people should have sex at 18. I don't know if LP agrees with me on this. We've never had an argument about it. I think people should wait till they're like 25 to have sex or, you know, and that's not a moral ethical thing. It's our brains are fully plus valid. is a good starting point. Like I'm not going to argue super hard with somebody who says 18 is a good age, but yeah, 18 minimum. I think people should wait till they're in their early twenties or until they're, they're able to take heartbreak without crumbling and wanting to kill themselves. Cause a lot of teenagers are not ready to have sex. And it's not that I don't think they're physically ready. They're just, they're emotionally not there. So, but anyway. <laughs> Brittany, you've been espousing some fairly conservative views in terms of like the porn and the sex work and all this stuff, which is something, I, I definitely have a few stories here lined up for that to, to go over, but have you always been anti-porn or is that something you've sort of come to in the last couple of years or? Um, I've never been comfortable comfortable with it like other people. However, as the years have gone on, I find that I become more and more anti-porn as I've matured and learned more about it. And I think there's a lot of um, ignorance surrounding the topic and people don't know a lot about it because I've been over here like having to read books and all of this research and not everyone feels like doing that type of research to actually understand the topic they would just prefer to say something that sounds nice like let people do what they want with their body because like it sounds nice but if you actually take it and think about it for two minutes you would realize the problems with the things that just sound nice and that's kind of like the whole ideology of neoliberalism it's just saying shit that sounds nice but in actuality it makes no sense Right. And I, I watched your video on uh, the, your your complete takedown of sex work or whatever it's called. And, um, you know, the, the mental illness rates are insane. You know, I've seen studies where they're like 93 percent had of the sex workers had serious mental illness. You know, so this is like this, if you're looking at like actual like street prostitution, like it's basically 100 percent. And you'll say that to somebody and they'll be like, Oh, well, it's a chicken and an egg scenario, you know, maybe just mentally ill people are drawn to to selling themselves. And it's like, well, that's not really a selling point, even if it's true, is it? But it's probably both. Right. It's probably like that lifestyle is not healthy for you mentally or physically. A lot of women. And this is something that people do not want to admit. But Brittany will agree with me on this. Um, A lot of people do not want to admit that women do it out of desperation. It is rarely out of empowerment. Women don't choose to have sex with strangers for money because they feel empowered. They do it because they feel absolutely desperate and they don't think that there's anything else they can do to make enough money to support themselves. So they sell the one thing that has value and that's their body. And I like, yeah. okay, so I've worked with human trafficking organizations, uh, anti-human trafficking, but they're organizations that um, help get um, former prostitutes and such off, off the streets. Um, almost every single one of them has a violent pimp that they're trying to get away from. Um, they're, they might not have been forced into it in the beginning, but it gets to a point where they can't get out of it. There's a desperation there. And they're a victim, even if they say the words um, I enjoy doing what I do. It's a I get cult. to have sex. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's like a drug dealer who says, I, you know, I never want to not do drugs. They clearly wish they could get off of drugs if they're an addict. So. Yeah. And even in the one story about the car mechanic, you know, people will probably like read the headline and try to use that as a talking point for C, like some women do choose it and they do it for fun. But even in one of the articles I was reading on my stream, it mentioned at the bottom that she was trying to pay off college debt, which is thousands of dollars. And that's the best, I'm not gonna say best, but like most efficient, fastest way you can do it in terms yeah. of like how short term, even though there's a lot of consequences. And yeah. that's Cash, why she did tax it. free. Well, it, I guess she was on OnlyFans. And from what I understand, they make them report taxes. But yeah, but yeah the point still is that it's the quickest way that she can make a lot of money doing the least amount of effort. And what's well, sad there, is- There's like an old saying that there's uh, three kinds of strippers, right? College students, single moms, and cokeheads. Probably, oh, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and most of them probably claim to be college students. Uh, okay, speaking of OnlyFans, I have here a, Twitter roasty take. It's not the roasty take of the week, but let's take a look at this one here and uh, get this comment off. So she says, men don't have an issue with free porn or the women involved in it because it's exactly that, free. If OnlyFans was free, these men would eat it up and love it. They only hate it because women are earning money from a service that men desire free. They don't like women making money. And then she goes on to say, uh, it's deep-rooted misogyny that men should be earning more than women. So when women are earning more money than them, they are infuriated because their dumbass toxic masculinity is being compromised. I will say there's a little, there's a tiny grain in the 40-pound bag of rice that is the explanation. There's one grain of truth to that in the whole mm -hmm. being jealous. Cause in a way it's a little frustrating that you bust your ass, you keep your top on and you work really, really hard to dig yourself out of debt after college. And yet these girls are just spreading their legs on camera and they're, they're able to pay it mm -hmm. all off in six months. There's frustration there that you're having to work long, hard hours with a boss you hate and they're in the comfort of their own home. It's frustrating. I, I don't know if I'd call it jealousy, but it's almost like they use the cheat code and it's a little frustrating. So I'm sure there's a little bit of that, but I don't think that's the main reason. I think men don't like the decline of women and the decline of men because of it. And the only reason they're not going after uh, free porn is if it's anonymous, nobody knows who it is. This woman is linking her bank account to her tax ID to her, her OnlyFans. So we all know their name. Excuse me. Do you have any? Uh, do you have anything to add to that, Brittany? Uh, I agree that there's some truth to it, and um, I agree with there. I think that there is a sort of jealousy. I know I definitely deal with it. Referring back to manlet mindset, they feel the need to compete with women. So that kind of goes hand in hand with what she's saying. With the um, see, I wouldn't word it like this. It sounds like eh, when you say deep rooted misogyny, it's it just it rubs you the wrong way, but yeah. there's there's truth to it in the sense of they're jealous and they want to be able to make that money. They're like, 
I want to be able to open my legs, make money. It's consequence free. And they're interpreting it like it's consequence free, but it's not. And the girls that do it are just lying and pretending that it is so that they make more money and don't have to feel bad about what they do. And I definitely deal with a lot of jealous men coming at me. And I think it's even worse to watch like um, these women make a lot of money, even though, you know, there's consequences to it as a woman. Um, I mean, if you're not in the middle, middle of coping or wanting to be one of those girls and, you know, they're making tons and tons of money and then you're keeping your top on working hard, as Anika said, or Annika. Either way, Annika or Annika. Annika sounds nice. I'll say Annika. Okay. As Annika said. So it's kind of frustrating as a woman to see that too, but I know from reading and hearing so many testimonies that it's a bad idea and it's not something I would be comfortable doing. And I know the consequences of it, but it's still like annoying to see, especially for like girls that are like underage. They see them saying, look guys, I have this expensive apartment. Well, get an OnlyFans. And they're literally like saying this to kids on TikTok, a kid's app, right? Mostly Zoomers on it. And they're seeing that and they're like, yeah, being a prostitute's good. Um, yeah, and, and something you pointed out, Brittany, that was interesting that I didn't really know is that uh, there's like affiliate programs or like referral programs. I don't I don't know if they're still doing that, but th th that's that's really kind of predatory in a way, right? That these are saying, yeah. oh, look at all this money I'm making. Sign up with my link, you know? It, well, that's exactly what pimps do. They send out mm -hmm. their, their cleanest girls to... to uh, to get new girls, to get new recruits. It's modern know? sex trafficking and nobody's calling it as it is. Yeah. Now the thing with OnlyFans, so we had a guy on the show, Andrew, which I did not know this about Andrew Tate at the time. I thought he had like, a, a, this will tell you how ignorant I can be. Um, I thought he did like real estate investing or, um, cause some of the terms he used, I work in the financial industry. Some of the terms he used, I thought were like stockbroker terms, but he was talking about, he has a, uh, eight girls, I believe, that are OnlyFans girls. And they're uh, five of his girls are in the top 10 or something like that. And he said he's making over $22,000 a month off each girl. Um, and that's just on their OnlyFans. That doesn't include all the other stuff. But I didn't realize that he did that when he had come on the show. I found that out later on Twitter. Um, I was surprised. But, um, but anyway, my point is that, yeah, it's often, often there are girls who they're not the ones who are choosing to be there. Their boyfriend, their husband, their baby daddy, somebody talked him into it. Um, the guy is spending the money at, at, you know, and the girl's the one who's having to do all the work. I know that's really common with strippers too. I've seen some of these documentaries on Netflix about that whole industry, the cam industry. Um, that's so depressing. Like people think, oh, look, she's independent. She has her own flat. And she's got some guy who's making 80% of her money who, promises to be her protection. Um, I think in the end, you will find that it's very common that it will be, even though there are exceptions, obviously there's men on OnlyFans like Nick Acado Avocado, and he's literally spreading his ass cheeks and women are commenting on it. Like, I want to put on my strap on. I literally have like screenshots that were sent to me. It's so gross. But yeah, my often I can't believe that guy has an OnlyFans. I mean, it's that, yeah, so, I, so for people then, who don't know, this is like a morbidly he's, obese. Dude he's a muck, who does mukbang muck bangs YouTuber. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, 
Many and then gorgeous. Jealous, like, it's like, why are you men even jealous of prostitutes? They could go be a prostitute if they want. There's no requirements. You know, anyone can they do it. They don't want what it entails for men. Because well, they I, don't, I don't know that the average guy can make money on OnlyFans. No, right? he but can't. Like, but they assume that it's all wonderful for the women. They think the yeah. women are just having the time of their lives because that's what the women are saying. Yeah. There was, there was a video on uh, Twitter not that long ago, a few months ago, I saw where a girl was being uh, serviced by a really disgusting, old, fat, nasty guy. And she took a self video while it was happening, but you couldn't see any of her body parts. Um, so it was G rated, but she uploaded it. And she actually said, this is the reality of my job. And it was really disgusting that she, like the type of guy, and she was young, she was probably 18 or 19, and this guy's like in his 50s or 60s, so disgusting. And um, yeah, so she's taking a self video of herself with the back of his head, like as he's breathing on her and telling her nasty stuff, it's really gross. And anyway, so I always think of that when I think of like what these girls have to go through. Yeah, it's not fun. I just, my two cents on the tweet here is that uh, if, it would be hypocritical to talk shit about uh, OnlyFans or e-girls or whatever it is if you watch porn. Yes, you know, I've been she, yeah. right, she kinda says that at the start, you don't have a problem with free porn. If you don't actually watch porn, then you, you know what I mean? You can be totally consistent and kind of stuff is all bad, right? So yeah. it basically comes down to that. If you if you're the kind of guy who's like, oh, these porns these fucking hoes. I know that like there's that there's that meme of the Toy Story 3 or whatever where it's like where he says you are a toy and it's like when a sex worker tries to talk about his feelings. Like people like to like say oh they're you know these women are just whores or whatever but it's like if you you know don't engage with them then don't watch it don't, don't have anything to do industry. with it or, otherwise you're a part of it. Like you're just yep. as bad if you if have nobody... if you consume in any way that kind of content yeah, just as bad. That was another point I wanted to make at some point. I think the episode with Brittany would be perfect. Uh, uh, perfect time to bring it up about that. Um, a lot of these guys get really mad about the way these girls uh, make money and such, but they it's the supply and demand. If there's no demand for it, there's not going to be a supply. There's going to be very little supply um, because a lot of the the female porn stars, from what I understand, they're using it as a advertising. Is that, have you guys heard that? That a lot of them are escorts? I'm sure LP, you've heard that. I think it came up on the show at one point. Oh, the but, people on OnlyFans well, are also OnlyFans escorts. Well, OnlyFans and even the that Instagram. Me, yeah. Well, a lot of the Instagram girls, uh, there was something I read just recently, um, I'll have to find it, where they will pose with like an In-N-Out burger and they'll ask for a sponsor. Um, in fact, I believe it was on uh, Maldi Buddha's video. He covered that when he, his Jeffrey Epstein video, which got taken down, but it's now on BitChute. If you guys go through that. Yes, he, I remember that. He yeah. mentioned how these girls on Instagram are looking for sponsors so they can model. Um, and that's, you know, that's the terms that they use and they want guys to pay them money to go to their home. Um, so it's clever ways of marketing. And it's legal, but if nobody's going to pay for that, the girls are going to, it's going to dry up and the market won't exist. And then you won't have girls walking around naked. I well, think you should say that because it, it ties into our next story here, which is uh, 
a girl, an uh, OnlyFans influencer crying because people are unsubscribing during the coronavirus epidemic. I guess people are losing their jobs and the economy is drying up a bit. And so the sex work economy is drying up a little bit. I'll just play a little clip, a little bit of this here. Close to somebody, but the social distancing. So I and I have like I've got nothing else going for me. Like I have no other talent. Like I've got nothing else. I can't dance. I can't sing. I can't do anything. So like I don't understand. She can't even move her face while she's crying. I really just don't know what to do. I just want everyone, everything to go back to normal, so people can keep subscribing to my OnlyFans. Now was that? What you just said, Brittany, was that a comment about plastic surgery or Botox? Okay. Yeah, her muscles can't. I did think that was a little weird. I thought she was fake crying because yeah, her face exactly. Didn't contort. I was like, she's faking it. And then when Brittany mentioned the the her face can't move, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I think that she was like going like this. Otherwise, <laughs> when I've known she was crying, yeah, would have just been whining and whimpering. Yeah. But, I mean, um, this, this is something we kind of talked about on the last episode briefly, which is that um, there's it, when you start sex work, like there's always the next hot young thing to move on to, right? So you could make a lot of money, but it's not necessarily going to last. And Brittany, I think I heard you mention in one of your videos that they've had like so many signups on OnlyFans that they've had to start restricting it or something like that. Like there's just too yeah. many. It's yeah. flooded. Since yeah. with, it's flooded with car mechanics. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they've reduced the percentage, I believe, and or they're going to start doing it soon. Maybe I actually forgot that sites like that take a cut. So wait, so wait, 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 wait. These girls are getting naked on camera, or they're showing their bits on camera. And the website is taking, so they're not even getting all the money themselves. No, that's what I was going to get at earlier, that the, okay. at the end of the day, it's still a man capitalizing off of the exploitation of women as a general statement. Because yeah. um, OnlyFans takes a cut of it. And guess who OnlyFans is run by? It's ran by a man. I looked it up today. Just yeah. to double check. And that's how it is. And it's the same with cam girls, too. Um, they have a huge cut taken from their pay, even more so on these other type of camming sites. It's kind of genius from a purely economic perspective. Like, cause I know, I think that people were doing this sort of thing on Patreon, but it's against the rules and they would get kicked off. So somebody at some point must've said, Oh, I'll just yeah. make a Patreon for uh, nudes or whatever for porn. Yeah. Basically, I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. It's, you know, entrepreneurial wise, it's a good idea if you're, if you're okay with the, uh, karmic repercussions i guess okay let's move on to the next story here this one is about the um the okay boomer girl oh god i got that song stuck in my head please no don't <laughs> play the video again i freaking hate that it's mk ultra Training. Oh my gosh. She puts blush on her nose. I got in a really long conversation with a guy. <laughs> yeah, Rico champagne. Thank you. California or Canada, $2. Man at top. Pimp. Canada, babe. Yeah. Somebody else gave us five rubles or R's earlier. I don't know what that was. Okay. So basically the, the joke here, the idea is that uh, 
This girl, Nico, she made, I guess, a TikTok or a video or whatever. She does a Twitch stream where she said simping is king and she wants all her simps to worship her and this and that. Uh, and then now I guess she's uh, been complaining about the lewdness, the creepiness, the disgusting things that people will say to her. So I don't know. Why don't, why don't you give us your thoughts, Brittany? Um, if any. I No, I do, I do have some thoughts. First of all, I want to say as a disclaimer, I don't encourage any sexual harassment. I know what it's like to be sexually harassed. It's really annoying. It's not flattering. It's often scary. And it makes you anxious to dress even remotely flattering. And to be treated like a prostitute when you do is very annoying, especially in your Kirby. Now, with that said, um, I saw her tweet talking about wholesome simping only, and I actually replied to it. So that's you know pretty- what? You're you're mentioned in this article. I oh, I am? just remembered. Yeah, I, I was reading it before the show. I hadn't read. It says down here. It says former Twitch streamer and masterclass troll Brittany Venti replied to her tweet and said. Girl, if you wanted wholesome simping, you shouldn't have gotten breast implants. And then it says, citation, look at how Twitch Reddit treat Asian girls and flat-chested girls like innocent angels who can do no wrong even when they act sexually wild and lewd. Is this true? Yes, Reddit worships Asian girls and girls who have flat chests. It's like being a pick-me. Even if they're, obviously there's some girls that are biologically look like that and they're not pick these, but it, they often take the stance of like, I never show any amount of cleavage because they can't. Um, and then they're like, oh, I'm not like those other girls, basically that type of archetype of girl. Yeah. And they worship that type of girl. And when you're Asian in particular, cause they also tend to be petite. So when you're flat chested and you're not curvy, you're viewed as more like angelic. Like uh, it's it, so BPS, Black Pigeon Speaks, uh, AKA Felix Rex did a great video on Kauai in the key really? list. Oh, it was actually very mind open. Uh, sorry, eye opening. I gotta see um, that. Yeah, it was actually really good. I'll find the video and I'll, I'll link it. Um, the the thing that they mentioned about that, and it surprised me because I noticed a lot of the Asian girls, they will flaunt the fact that they're flat chested. It's because it's a sign of youth. Because once you've grown up and you're a, lar a large chested woman, you're a woman now, but they want you to be tiny and petite and itty bitty like a little child. If you've noticed like all of the hentai, all of that stuff, it's all very childlike. They don't want you to look 18. They want you to look six to 12. Like yeah. they don't want you to look pubescent. Yeah, so, yeah, that definitely is a trend there. There, There is a top heavy obsession too with some of them where they have this teeny tiny little innocent girl with the massive breasts and ass. That's a different kink. But yeah. the kawaii focuses in Japan, it focuses on the petite feminine. I don't think it's supposed to have a pedo vibe. I don't think in Japan, I don't believe that that's what they're going for, to be quite honest. I can't imagine their entire culture, but it's youthful. It's very teeny tiny, petite, youthful, sweet. And that's why the flat chest is attractive. Yeah, and it has like an association with innocence and women who yeah. are like her weird tend to be demonized. Like yeah. I think that okay, boomer girl, you could argue that she kind of acts like I'm gonna say instead of sex worker, I don't like using the term sex worker because it's an attempt to legitimize prostitution and it's literally synonymous with prostitution if you look it up. 
Um, it was used by the group Coyote, and that's why they use it literally in place of prostitution. But anyway, um, I would even consider her prostitute. People would be like, oh, you're hypocritical. You have tits. You have big tits. You're hypocritical for saying that. But she bought, like, I didn't opt into having big tits. That's just my genetics on both sides to be curvy. Like, I'm part black. That's just something that comes with it. She opted in. She and that's something that prostitutes do. Strippers do that. Porn stars do it. What do they do? They get implants. Why? To appeal to men so that they can make more money. And that's what she did. She bought implants to appeal to more men so that she can make money to pander to them. And that's what also the ooh, ooh I'm so cute, petite, small. Look at me. I'm pandering to men. It's just as bad because you're still pandering to men. That's still the same type of market, even though you're not curvy or whatever. Yeah, I wonder if uh, like the OnlyFans thing being so um, ubiquitous that it sort of shifted the the Overton window of e-girls to where now mm -hmm. being like a kind of a Twitch titty streamer or whatever is like wholesome at, the, at this point just because yeah. we've, we've gone so far into degenerate, right? Because you're yeah. not actually touching that's what a lot of the cosplay girls will argue. Um, I lived in Southern California, so I was surrounded. They do uh, the Comic-Con in San Diego. And mm -hmm. a lot of the girls, they genuinely don't believe that they're selling sex, even though they get implants and they dress so skimpy. But but no, it's cosplay. And it's if like, you, no, If you're getting you're implants sex. for it, then like you're not working with what you have. That's, that's going yeah. into prostitution. Because like some girls will get implants to like, balance out their body let's say they have very big arms and things like that but you don't see them acting like prostitutes about it you see what i'm saying yeah no i i get it i just thought that was funny the whole they have big arms i would have gone with they have a really big ass or something well whatever reason they feel like they need to like balance out their body for their own reasons cosmetically so it's not to say everyone gets breast implants as a prostitute that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that if you do what okay boomer girl does you're getting implants to show them to men like you're selling sex yeah e even if it's you're not selling intercourse you're selling the sexuality of your female form yeah so i guess the the, to the conclusion there is that guys shouldn't be pervs but at the same time you can't complain that much if you're sort of courting it right yeah let's shift gears here i wanted to bring this up briefly i don't think we have too much we need to say about it but we did mention this like it's just kind of funny because we talked about this on the last episode that sometimes when a guy gets into a relationship he ends up getting sort of feminized by his partner and i had said that it seems like that is what is happening to prince harry to a certain degree and now we have this story coming out that megan has made harry uh, quit hunting and sell all of his guns. So I just had to uh, basically say, see, this is what I was talking about. Um, I have their w wedding photo in my frame. There's also uh, Orwell and Good on Twitter posted this meme here. Let me pull this up. Uh, comparing harry to the virgin meme i guess basically and i thought that was funny yeah i could i can i think it's uh like that they should have put that line through it the green line meme 
What is that one? Um, there was a meme going around where somebody had made a tweet about like, look at him, he's beta because his posture isn't straight. And look at this guy, his posture is straight. And they draw the green line through it to show their posture. And so people just took it and started putting the green line on everything. And if you drew his, he's definitely like leaning in. Uh, so I have also an interesting take on this though we can look at here. This is uh, one of my mutuals, Josh Lacash. Hold on, let me find the, oh, this is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he posted the hairy thing and then this, female presumably quote tweeted him and said, these men are straight up telling the world that their wife's opinion and level of comfort means absolutely nothing to them. Well, so, he, he must love his, my first thought was he must love his wife a lot, but he probably shouldn't have given up his guns. I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is like, why, why did she want him to? And did he just concede? Did he not try to like, why didn't, why didn't they discuss that before they got married? That's what I don't. Yeah, that is I don't, weird. I don't think I'd end up on a second date with a guy who was <clears throat> that that against guns. It's yeah. one thing if he says, you know what, I'm not super comfortable with them. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But I would. Yeah, I mean, Harry it. Harry was like a military man too. It's worth he was noting. six like years in the in the yeah in the army. Sorry. Yeah, and I saw, I saw another article where that was saying that he had confided in a friend that he was feeling like depressed because he's been cut off from all of that, like all of his old like right. They left the country, they came to Canada. He's all of his mates and everything. He's kind of like lost touch with them. So it, it just seems like she's radically changing him. And th there's even a meme. I don't have it on hand, but it's kind of like the woman. Um, the woman keeps asking the guy, "Do this, do this, do this," and then she says, "You're not the same man I fell in love with anymore." And she leaves at the end. Are you? All, are you familiar with the cycle of way. abuse? The cycle um, of abuse. I, I was it's, thinking that too. Like is the she narcissism, extreme narcissism, yeah. and cycle of abuse is the very. Every time I read through any of these stories, it reminds me of like the things that I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, someone's had an abusive ex-boyfriend. Not me. No, I I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch Todd Grande. He's a he's a he talks about serial killers and he talks about like the people who murder their their. I, um, I mean, I, I don't spouse. really think I follow what you're saying. Are you you're saying that Meghan Merkel is is abusive and narcissistic? And if you if you actually look at her behavior and the relationship that now this is all what we see publicly. We have no idea. Yeah. It's a bit speculative. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But just based on um, things that we see publicly, like the way that she cuts him off with the, uh, that when people are there to be introduced to him and she was not even a good actress and she just cuts herself in and wants to be introduced to everyone in the room when they're not there for her. She doesn't know how to be a Royal. So. Well, they they don't have to anymore because they quit, right? But yeah. um, are we going to make some predictions? Who who here wants to predict that their marriage is not going to last? I don't think I'll she'll do let it. him divorce do her. I don't think their marriage okay. is going to last. I think they will get divorced. Not anytime soon, but like in like 20, 30 years. I, I'm just going to say it now. They're going to get divorced. I don't know. What are her politics like? Because like liberal she's women. She's a far is... leftist. She, oh, well, she, yeah, no, she's a typical Hollywood, you know, champagne socialist. Like, Likes yeah. to drop in that she's part yeah, black yeah, yeah. all the time. One of the... So 
I think that, that was a joke, Brittany. Is that shade? <laughs> no, that was shade at you because you always talk about how you're part black. I gotta remind people because like they don't give me my N word pass, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with this hair for nothing. Okay, five hour hair. drying times, and I don't get oh. an N word pass. Get out of here. Okay, okay. We won't give you a pass on this show because we don't want to get get in trouble, but. I literally got banned from Twitch because I didn't mention I was black enough, by the way. I saw I saw that. It happened right so on the Clearly yeah. I do have to say it more often. Yeah, and that's you, why I do. So you you made a Jamaican recipe, was it something like that? No, it was it was African, a mud cookie. Right? African, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. But yeah. Okay. I'm allowed to do that. So moving on, uh we have a we have a few things we're getting close to running out of time so maybe we'll have to pick which one we're talking about we have the adele uh weight loss story we have the women's soccer i know these are both ones you were interested in annika do you want to start with one yeah of i mean yeah i can start so adele lost a bunch of weight she didn't make a big deal of it um she did it for her health um she's won 15 grammys when she was heavier um and so she clearly didn't lose weight for her fame she didn't lose weight to to um to like appease anybody. She lost weight for her health and she did it doing a really healthy diet that's eating a lot of natural food. She's not a vegan, but she ate a lot of really healthy food. She lost a shitload of weight on her 20. She's very young. She's under 30. She's like 20, early twenties, I believe mid twenties. Anyway, she lost a lot of weight on her birthday. There she is. I didn't even recognize her. I don't know. Brittany, have, are you familiar with this story? I didn't read the story, but I saw the photo and that people Okay, and you saw how many people were freaking out and yeah. saying that this is um, harmful to the fat community or the fat acceptance community. Um, the biggest issue that I saw was how many people made it about themselves. Like she lost weight for herself and she's healthier. She looks she looks fantastic, to be quite honest. I, I didn't realize how like curvy, like naturally curvy she was until she lost all the weight. Because a lot of the dresses that she wore when she was heavier kind of, you couldn't really tell her form. But yeah. I think she looks gorgeous. She's got a huge smile. She's clearly happy. She didn't have to make a big deal out of it, but this was a very loving post that she made for the healthcare workers, the NHS, the doctors mm -hmm. and nurses. That's what the post was. She And this was on her birthday. So she's saying hi to all the healthcare workers. Thank you for all your hard work. And people just shit their pants over the fact that she lost weight. So like this is her uh, hatred of fat people now. So that's what they and, took it as. Shouldn't they be busy like virtue signaling over the nurse, nurses? I don't know. But yeah, the uh, their service. Yeah, the Melissa McCarthy did similar. She didn't lose nearly as much weight, but I, I think she looks a lot better than she did before because she got her health on track. Like, and people thought Melissa was funny or wasn't funny prior to the weight loss. So they're clearly not doing this to appease Hollywood. Look how many people are are mad that they lost weight. <laughs> I don't they see a lot of difference. Um, I don't think the second one is a decent <laughs> recent photo because I saw well, a huge difference. Well, I think that's what this face. tweet is trying to imply that here, so we have Adele here. Yeah. And then, and then we have the after, and then we yeah. have Melissa, and then we have the 70 pounds lost allegedly. Yeah. I, yeah, fat phobia is a big problem, I guess, yeah. really is. <laughs> Everybody needs to be less fat phobic, right? Yeah. Oh, here's my boy Hollowick. You say porn is good. Shout shout out to my coomer. 
my coomer friend um i mean yeah. it's it's kind of the same old same old i mean the whole like you know healthy at every size like don't fat shame that i don't um, think i don't think this is ever going away at this point like people are really just going to cling to this idea that everybody needs to be treated exactly the same especially if they're not traditionally in the upper echelons of what would be considered desirable or successful or whatever it may be right it's all the underdog has to be praised just as much as the successful person basically yeah. according to some people i think that fat people are just jealous i hate to jealousy post but i think that they just want to drag everyone else down because not obviously not every single fat person yeah. you know, I, i'm not gonna agree with that statement i think no. a lot i think there's a lot going on there. But I've also known people that were really happy that lost a lot of weight. Yeah, but who's really who's really complaining about women doing first of all, I thought women were supposed to be do, able to do what they want with their bodies, right? I thought I thought that was I agree. agenda. But anyway, I think it's mostly the fat people that are like, "Oh, now we don't have one on our team. Oh my god, you betrayed us." And they're the ones who are mainly getting mad or people who also want to virtue signal to feel like they're a good person for defending uh fat people. And yeah. by the way, the term fat is seen as um, derogatory, but it's a neutral term. It's just describing the mass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what are we supposed to say? Negative. People yeah. of size. Wonder why. I've, I've, I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that like unironically. Somebody said people of size. Yeah. You earlier used the term uh, curvy to describe yourself, Brittany. I've often, no matter how thin I've ever been, I've always called myself curvy because I'm very hourglass shaped, very top and bottom heavy, very small in the middle. And so my, the term curvy, I've actually had guys take offense to that because they think it means plus size. Yeah, they every guy knows that curvy is a euphemism yeah. for fat. I, I think of curvy <laughs> as curves this way, not curves this way. Yeah, curvy is supposed to mean that it's on the smaller end and there's curves to it as to fat it's just kind of like just everywhere versus like specific places your yeah. your butt your boobs small in the middle well the places that men consider to be attractive are the places that are also signals for fertility and long-term health like having long nice hair is also in nice teeth is a sign of she's been healthy for a long period of time because those aren't things you can mask as easily um, or at least you couldn't until more recently so back in the day when men were selecting for a mother for their child they were selecting women who looked like they had been healthy they had been fed well for a long period of time not morbidly obese they they were curvy, meaning they had some meat on their bones. But weight's a spectrum. It's like healthy. you can be anorexic, anorexic, you can be chubby, you can be obese. It's a yeah, varies. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to the uh, the women's soccer lawsuit? Uh, I don't have a story here, but the women's soccer team have been for like two or three years pursuing this uh, court case for equal pay to the men's team and they've hit a, they've had an L this week. They had their, they lost their case. Of course, they say they're going to keep fighting from what I understand, but uh, do you want to yeah, um, talk about this, Annika? Cause you seem like you um, looked into it a bit. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was trying to look at the article that I had sent you. I don't remember if I 
use Twitter or Telegram, but yeah, it's, it, you set it up I'll pretty see well. If I can find it. Yeah, um, it's essentially they've been complaining about the pay structure, but the pay structure is the one that they agreed to in the beginning. So um, if they were to have the same pay, if they were to have the exact same pay structure as the men's team, they would have made less money because they don't draw on the same audience. So they need to work on appealing to their audience. And it's not just sexism. If 50% of America is female and they're not watching you play a, a sport, maybe they're just not interested. The WNBA deals with the same thing. They don't make nearly as much. That's why they don't get paid as much. But you know what? If they wanted to make more than men, get an OnlyFans, right? I mean, I I saw somebody say somewhere that they were earning more than the men or something. They were, the they were, uh, they were earning more if you like, like for like. Does that make sense? I mean, that to me is kind of pretty. So are, are you saying like they get a percentage of the take and their percentage is bigger, but their take is smaller? Like, I'm just I trying to I think it's understand. the opposite. I think the <sighs> men... The men make more because the men opted for less money up front, more money in the long run. Actors do the same thing. I remember. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like Jennifer, having points on the script. Exactly. J-Law uh, went through the same thing. The royalties. Where, I got you. Yep. A lot of the actresses are less. Women tend to be risk averse, more risk averse than men. So a lot of the women will say, I want more money up front, but less in royalties. And a lot of the men are like, I'll take very little up front, but I'll make, you know, a lot more in royalties. Now, if the movie is a flop, the guy isn't going to make as much. She still walks away with the amount that she agreed to, no matter what. Same thing with the soccer. It, these women opted for something that was safer. They took their money and then they got less money in the long run. So does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's the other thing is they chalked it up to sexism. So they... Naturally. They attributed malice where there was none. So get good. Yeah. Mingus so. Dew says nobody gonna fill Megan's pay gap. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, come on. That's not funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing at that. I'm, come I'm on. Distracted with, Let's respect but, women. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I have, maybe this will be a fun way to end it up here. We're coming up on time, but I have a YouTube channel of a guy who does first person approaches on women and he's not very good at them. And he started doing these during the pandemic. <laughs> so Oh, let me get this on screen. So there's literally like a pandemic happening where people are freaking out and scared of contact and doing social distancing. And this guy who is not maybe the best at trying to pick up women is going out and trying to pick up women. So let's watch a minute or two here. I want to find the one that I saw. Yeah, it was this one, I believe. So this is like about a month old, but let's just give it a check here. Hi. Um, you seem hot on Excuse me. You 
seem quite fun to um, talk to. Okay. <laughs> this guy emailed me on Monday less than a year ago. These videos. Oh, you know this guy? No. Well, he emailed us these videos before he uploaded them and asked us yeah. for his advice. And I told oh, Monday, wow. don't don't talk to him. This guy's crazy. Yeah. Monday can confirm. Yeah, and now he's making I told Monday that if he starts a YouTube channel, right. but he sent us videos that were unlisted and they were just like this and it's the same voice bicycle. You look like you're at lunch. Oh sorry. Oh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It's so funny to me. It reminds me of like there was an old Norm Macdonald um, uh, character that he used to do on SNL that was like my brother, my my unfunny brother. And the character would always like tell jokes and then right after go, no. So <laughs> this guy keeps walking up to women. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, oh, I'm just looking at my phone. And he's like, oh, sorry. And he just <laughs> walks away. I don't know. Thoughts, Brittany? On on him picking up women. I mean, I would just I, his his whole approach, like how he goes up to the woman, and he's just um, like. I mean, it would make me uncomfortable. So I feel bad for the women just watching the video. Yeah, I, like I almost feel kind of secondhand anxiety. I I don't know. Maybe I trauma. <laughs> I don't know. That's from my perspective. I'm sure the guys will probably empathize with the guy more, but I'm gonna empathize with the women more, obviously. Feeling uncomfortable and all that. Have you I had mean, guys I, do that? Oh, so sorry. as a guy, I'll give I'll give the guy perspective, which is I mean, this is not something that I've ever done or whatever. And I've never like I, I think that when people start to think of like game at all and like like that it fucks up everything. Like you should I know it's kind of like cheesy, but just like be yourself to a certain degree. And, and also though, like you, there is something to be said for like forcing yourself to try to talk to women, I guess. And, and going through the rejections because they're like guys who are shy. They're never going to get anywhere unless they try. And you have to like get over that fear of rejection to actually. Well, maybe, like, maybe his approach of approaching random women on the street isn't really working maybe he should try something that'll make him appear a little less creepy and it's that women are going to view him as creepy because he's not like i'm assuming he's probably not hot based on yeah. the like body language of the women yeah. um maybe he should try the approach of like getting to know someone first rather than just like approaching random strangers and throwing shit at a wall to see what sticks yeah the every video that he sent to us was very similar to that one where it's like two women shopping, walking, having a conversation. He just cuts them off, almost ran over one lady with his bicycle. Um, he was on, he was along, it looked like a beach and he almost ran over her and used that as his excuse to strike up a conversation. He and, thinks and it's anime. <laughs> That's autistic. But, uh, um, I think that, some of LP, these guys come on. Are like you've, you've made a fool of yourself before, haven't you? When you've gone up to talk to a girl, I'm well, sure most guys have, right? Except Adam or whatever. Probably. Andrew. I mean, I to be honest, I pretty much am batting ten out of ten, if I'm being honest. But I can relate in the sense that I think that 
or I'm not, I can't relate because I think that some of these incel types have like a really defeatist attitude and a guy like this is maybe in the mindset that he's trying to prove that he can't get anywhere. Cause if you've ever talked to these guys, it's all like lookism is the only thing that matters to relationships and ugly yeah. guys can't get anywhere. And no matter what you try to say to them, they're always going to come back to that. So if you have that kind of mentality and you're trying to go out to prove how hopeless it is to, but he, like you can just tell even without seeing him, the way he talks to them is like so awkward and kind of like, Hey, is it, you know, there's no confidence. There's no sort of, uh, like exuberance or like, like, you know, you smile with your voice where you say like, Hey, how's it going? Like, I'm here to have a good time. Like he sounds like almost depressed and like, like he ha he's hating what he's doing as he's doing it. So you're not going to get very far with that. You um, know. It, it opened my eyes to when, because something that this particular guy mentioned in his email and something that I've seen other guys say is when they say, I've, I've cold approached of over a thousand women in the last few years. And I actually do the math and I'm thinking, so how many women have they cold approached per week, per month, break it down like that. And then they say, and all of them have said no. And I'm like, even unattractive short, guys with bad breath can get more than one woman in three years. I so, wonder what women they're going for. Like, are they going for Stacey's or are they going for someone actually at their level as someone yeah. in the lookism and everything? That's what I wonder. Yeah. yeah that also, um, that's, that's another part of it is I think it, some of them may be approaching women out of their league. Um, not that, I mean, I'm not saying that that makes the woman more valuable than the guy from a person perspective. But I think they're going with people that aren't good social matches for them. Mm -hmm. um, but then the other thing I think is that when some guy just runs up to you and blurts out, hey, I think you look nice. It doesn't matter how good looking. Sorry, I don't know if you understood what I just said. <laughs> said, hey, I think you look nice. Um, no matter how good looking he is or how tall he is, there's a, you, you get scared. And you How guys don't do fall. that though? That's so that's the other point that I, I actually was <laughs> telling Monday is that if I were in a bar and a completely gorgeous guy walked up to me and spurred out on me, I would think something's wrong. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't that's I wouldn't flag. trust him. I'd be scared. The same way these guys get scared when an attractive woman talks to them. They say, Oh, well, she's probably a Russian bot or whatever. Yeah. I'm talking about like on, on the internet. So mm -hmm. They think right. that women push them, that the women are desperate and therefore something's wrong with them sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Girls, it's the same thing. Hot women don't approach guys really. Or like, I think like uh, guys wouldn't even realize if somebody, if a woman was flirting with them because it's so kind of like, usually the guy has to initiate, right? It does happen with women, but it might just like fly right over the dude's head yeah. if it's too subtle. You're, you're the hunters. So. Listen, yeah. if you're a Chad, all you have to do is walk up to them and say, my pee-pee hard, and the <laughs> pussy just comes flying your way. Uh, Why even try, Betas? Why even try? Yeah, that's it. All right, well, uh, that, that's an hour now, so that's basically the show. Well, Brittany, um, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, as is there far anything as the, you want to plug? Or your oh, only yeah, fans? yeah, so... <laughs> 
I actually do have an OnlyFans, but it's obviously non-sexual. It's literally pictures of my cat. Wait. And it was like a running joke at the beginning of like, oh. I'm posting my pussy. And like everyone was in on the joke and they tell other people, yeah, she's posting her pussy. And then oh. like, it was that's, funny. That's How funny. many subscribers do you have? When I first did it, I think it got up to 400 and I was in the top 10%. And I was like damn i feel bad for these girls that are selling their body and they're not even <laughs> getting to where i'm getting posting my cats and so real quick uh do they have to pay in order to follow you or is it like a free follow and then they pay for something no the else? subscribers no, are paid subscriptions right? yeah so you had 400 men paying to watch you post pictures of your cat yeah did they know they were just gonna see your cat I made it pretty apparent. You go to the page and it's a picture of my cat. And I you say, are Stacy. You are like alpha. You seriously got in the top 10 posting pictures of your cat. Yeah. I, I post screenshots on Twitter. If you scroll, you'll find it. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I got to hand it to you. And also yeah. I want to take my name on the URL. I didn't want someone else to take it and then like yeah. post something. Oh shit. I should. <laughs> yeah. Get well, on great. That By the end of the show, somebody will. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, deep fakes and all that. You never yeah. know what's gonna what's yeah, gonna happen whatever. in the next couple of years. But, but the, um, they'll probably have a better body than me. <laughs> so it's interesting that four hundred put you in the top ten because you always hear that so many people are making money. I mean, that is quite. If you're, I don't know what you're. How much were you charging? Like three bucks, five bucks, like five. Okay, so that's yeah, that's pretty good money, right? That's like two grand, but that still that puts you in the top ten percent. So I. Yeah, I don't. I and don't that kind of says Let's something too good, about actually. like the other girls who are on there, like selling their body, and they're not even making anything worth it. Like, sure, you have some girls making fifty k a month, but then look at this ninety percent of girls who make fast money, but it's not actually worth it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, what did you have? Did oh you yeah, yeah. So your, I'm a YouTube, I'm a YouTuber, and I've been making more videos lately, but. Um, I also stream both happen on YouTube and it's youtube.com slash Brittany Venti. And I'm on Twitter too. I'm really active at Brittany Venti. And I've been making a lot of content lately on basically anti-porn, anti-prostitution. And I've been delving deeper into that. So I'm going to continue to make more videos on that. But every once in a while I post something like more lighthearted and entertaining. So, yeah. And you don't wear makeup and you're black. Yes, And I did put the links to the Twitter and the YouTube in the description for anybody who just wants to go click those. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Okay. I guess, uh, I guess we're pretty much done here. Yeah. Um, we did get some super chats, but they weren't really questions. Yeah. Uh, they were just, more comments. We still appreciate any super oh, yeah, chat at Thank all. you to Even if everybody spent, who supported. Yeah, I put them all up on the screen, I think. So yeah. Uh, one guy said, I've known special operations soldiers smaller than 5'11", and they could work circles around anyone. Um, but that sounds like he's speaking physically, but you were talking about mentally that yeah. being short fucks a dude up, which I think is a fairly well-known referring trope. to the Napoleon mm -hmm. complex. Yeah, exactly, the Napoleon yeah. complex. Yeah, the manlet complex. So, uh, All right, I won't, I'm not going to read the other Super Chats because they're just... And they I skimmed over them earlier. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks very much, Brittany, for coming on the show. And uh, good luck with everything. Keep up the trolling on Twitter. Very funny Twitter account. And thanks for watching, everybody. We'll catch you all later. Peace out.
Thank you for having me.